How's it going, everybody? I just wanted to give you all a heads up as to what the next few weeks of this podcast are going to sound like. I am so deliriously excited about what you all are in for for the next few weeks of Break the Business. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I think you're going to get so much out of it. But because it's going to sound a little different than what we usually do every week, I figured I would brief you a bit about what's going on here. So a couple weeks ago, I was in New York City at the Independent Music Awards having the time of my life. To say I was having the time of my life would require a gift for understatement. It was so, so cool. I met so many fantastic independent musicians. I met so many wonderful industry people. I met so many inspiring folks that have just invigorated me in terms of my resolve for wanting to bring you all the best information about how to move your career forward in the music industry. And it was a great time. Man, uh, all the credit in the world goes to Martin and Jude Folkman, who I've had on the podcast before, for putting that amazing award show together, celebrating independent artists like you. If you have not submitted your work for an independent music award before, I strongly suggest that you do next year. It was a heck of an event. And one of the things that I did while I was up in New York at the IMAs is I brought my podcast studio with me, and I spent the entire weekend in New York City interviewing a whole bunch of fantastic independent musicians and industry figures. I interviewed IMA nominees, I interviewed IMA winners, I interviewed all kinds of support personnel, and I am going to take all of those interviews, and for the next few weeks, I'm going to be bringing you great mini-interviews, little clips of all the folks I talked to at the IMAs. And so you're just going to get a whole bunch of fantastic information. You're going to hear a bunch of inspirational stuff. You're going to hear about how a bunch of fantastic, successful independent musicians overcame adversity, how they achieved big wins in their career. You're going to hear about everything from how to overcome obstacles, to how to make great music videos, to how to collaborate with others, how to write songs. You're going to hear everything. You're going to hear from industry folks. You're going to hear from fantastic music industry authors that are going to teach you how to make money in the music business. And we're going to have some music along the way, too. There is going to be a musical performance in one of these episodes. It might even be this week or next week, something like that. It's just going to be so, so great. It's just going to be One after another, a lot of fantastic independent musicians that are going to give you all kinds of great information and inspiration to move your career forward, and I can't wait to show it to you. And while I have you all here, let me just say this. Thank you all so much for your support of this podcast. We've been doing this for, I think, about four years now. I think we're coming up on our fourth anniversary, and I've enjoyed doing this so much. I've enjoyed sharing information with you. I've enjoyed bringing you all of these great industry figures. But I think what I've enjoyed the most is the community we've built together. All the folks that I've spoken to you, you've spoken to me, you guys have spoken to each other. We're building a nice little community here. And and so I think that's what I enjoyed most about going to New York City was the fact that I got to make our community so much bigger because I got to meet all these fantastic indie artists that were so kind as to sit down with me at this podcast and share some great information with you. And and man, were they great. I had a line of people outside of where we were recording this at the Independent Music Awards that all wanted to talk to you. So I'm so grateful to them. And hey, I'm so grateful to you as well for supporting the Break the Business podcast. Let me just say, if I sound a little bit different today, I'm actually using a different microphone. All of my recording equipment is on its way back from Las Vegas right now because I was recording another podcast for the education industry podcast that I do. So all my equipment's not here, but I have a a mic connected into the laptop, and we're doing this. And so anyway, 
It's going to be great. You're really, really going to enjoy all of these little mini interviews for the next few weeks that I recorded at the IMAs. And let's get into it. Here we go. This is Break the Business at the Independent Music Awards, interviewing a bunch of fantastic indie musicians and industry people. Joining us here on the podcast is Stone Mecca. He is an Independent Music Awards nominee for Best Funk Fusion Album and Best Video with Social Commentary. I kind of want to talk to you a bit about that second piece of your work because I'm always fascinated by the artist activists and as uh, you would seem to be with your work. Talk about that balance. Uh, Do you see the activism as an extra thing you do with your art? Is it sort of blended together with the art? Do you see, are these two separate parts of your life or do you see them working together? They definitely work together. I think that you can't really have one without the other in in the realm of art. I feel like artists have a responsibility as well to know what's going on and try to, you know, say things about it, do whatever they can, you know, as far as that goes. So, Artists certainly do have a lot of influence right. with the work that they do. But, and I think there are a lot of artists out there that would love to use their craft to send a social message, but I think a lot of them don't have the courage. They're afraid that people are going to say, just shut up and sing. How do you silence those critics? How do you find the courage to speak your truth? Well, your art has to capture people melodically, rhythm-wise, and all these things first. Because most people don't listen to words right away. Hmm. First of all, they get, the, you know, they get the beat, they get the melody, and they get into it. And if that captures them, then they might go back and listen to the words. And at that point, you have the chance to put in those words you know, what you're trying to say. But do it in a way where it still matches your, your artistic flair. So you got to make sure you hook them with a good groove, and then before they know it, oh, no, they've listened to a positive, powerful message. Got Got you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Well, congratulations on your nominations. How can people find you? Uh, Just to go to Stone Mecca. It's S-T-O-N-E-M-E-C-C-A, music.com, or Stone Mecca on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. It's just under Stone Mecca. Joining us now on the podcast is Kamala, Drew, Jeff, Brian, and Nick, members of the band Bombay Ricky that just won the Independent Music Award for Best Eclectic Album. Congratulations, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. So, so cool. I got to tell you, Martin and Jude Folkman, the folks that organize the Independent Music Awards, have been telling me for about a month now you're going to interview a lot of people this weekend. You better interview Bombay Ricky. So I don't know what it is about you guys. I don't know like you know how special you must be, but the people who put this show together love you. And apparently the voters love you too because you, you took home the hardware. So I'm glad to finally be talking to you. Uh, we have a five-piece band here, and I'm always interested in how bands of your size sort of manage the dynamics. Uh, how do you as a band sort of decide how decisions get made? I'm always interested in that. Hmm. Well... I'll start with Including that one. Including the decision of who's going to answer right. that question. <laughs> I, I just jump in and just take over stuff. No, uh, <laughs> uh, the, there's a, we started as a core of, of three of us, um, Jeff, Kamala, and myself. Um, and so we, we try to um, act as a kind of central committee. <laughs> that so sounds bad. A, you make decisions by consensus, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 then the decision making, the creative decision making, you know, carries out to to practice it to the whole band. I mean, you know, um, I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know. That that's the start, right? Well, that though it's it's really really cool. It, I'm always endlessly fascinated by how bands manage that dynamic because there are plenty of bands out there that say we really have one guy who's kind of managing the group and you know kind of sets the creative direction and we all kind of follow him. And there's nothing wrong with that model. Just as there's nothing wrong with your model of we want to make sure that everybody's on board with the decision and achieve consensus. I bet maybe sometimes it takes you guys a little bit longer to make decisions, but certainly those decisions, yes, I see a lot of nodding throughout the, uh, the other side of the table here, but certainly those decisions seem to work out uh, at least every once in a while because you're, you're taking home some uh, hardware here. Can you tell the listeners a bit about your album? Sure. So, so this this is uh, Electric Byravi is our second album, and um, I I think one of the reasons that to go back to your other question, sort of as a way of answering this question, is that everyone in this band has other projects where they are that lead person. Mm. So, so part of what made us want to do this was that we wanted something that was fun at the same time as making really great music and and. This band, one of the things that makes it unique is that it's kind of a mix of different styles, including some opera, some Bollywood, surf music, uh, Western swing, spaghetti Western. And so everybody brings their own unique talents to the band, and that's what makes it sound the way that it does. So this album is is continuing with that. But whereas with our first album, we, we spent more time with uh, Latin and spaghetti Western influences this one goes more in more of almost like a surf rock uh, influence, but then also with a lot more of the Hindustani music. So uh, the name... I electric- feel like it might be faster for you to tell us the genres you don't put in right. your music. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, though. I love it. Yeah. Um, what don't we have? We, we don't... <laughs> Gregorian chant. We don't... Don't well, do it. I mean, all, sort of. Don't rule all it out, though. I know. I don't think we have any hair metal yet. We do though. We do. <laughs> the title track for the new record is a little bit metal. It is a metal. It is yeah. metal. So the the title track Bhairavi is a, a very common raga in Hindustani music, and so the the title track for that this album is actually a combination of Hindustani classical music form with hair metal. It's like <laughs> prog metal Indian music. Wow. I feel like the listeners, they're not going to believe you unless they actually <laughs> hear the music for themselves. Tell the listeners where they can find your music. Um, Everywhere. You go, go for Everywhere. it. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Oh, all right. Oh, this is Jeff. Uh, yes, probably the easiest place would be bandcamp.com slash Bombay Ricky, and that's Ricky, R-I-C-K-E-Y. Like a lime Ricky. Like a lime Ricky or a gin <laughs> <Exactly>. Ricky. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for being on the show, guys. Joining us now is Amazing Show and Chen Sin Hao, who just won the Independent Music Award for Best Swag. And it's a pretty impressive piece of swag here, gentlemen. Can you tell the listeners about what you won your award for? Uh, okay. Uh, this is a handmade instrument. And they, uh, we, we, we use this to win the, the swag. It looks <laughs> the cool. It looks swag. like yeah. a, a computer motherboard, kind of. Like what does it do? Yeah, it is. It's more like a synth, synth, uh, synthesizer. 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 synthesizer, light yeah. control synthesizer. Yeah. And so, uh, how do you how do you give uh, what what do you do with this? Do you give it to fans? Do you just create it and use it for your own music? Yeah, yeah. Because we have a big one, and the big one is only for 
for us to to play on the show. But we think if e、uh, every fans can have a small one and they can play with us uh, during uh, our show, uh, we play on the stage and they play on the stage, and it will be cool. It will be fun. So so we we create a like a thousand of this and. Yeah, be, our show will be very, very noisy. <laughs> I can yes. imagine. Yes, but that's really cool because it's. I mean, there's so many artists do kind of the same stuff with merchandise. It's always T-shirts and hats, and that's good. But you guys have created something that's unique to you that your specific fans are going to love, and it gives them a little piece of your music because that's what you guys make music with. Is this piece of swag here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like、uh, when you write a song, you you use guitar, and your fans will want to、uh, cover, right? But but when we write a song, we use our handmade instrument, and we think maybe our fans will will like to cover. And but <laughs> but they don't have our handmade instruments, so so we give this to them. Well,、yeah. that's so so cool.、T、tell the listeners a bit about where they can find your music. Oh, where where can find our music?、Uh, maybe Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah、uh, social and, media, and Facebook, websites, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, and yeah, yeah,、uh, amazing show, Taiwan. Yeah,、oh, awesome. Congratulations, guys, and thank you so much for being on the show. We are here with Ricky Persaud Jr. He is a student at the Berklee College of Music, a voting member of Neris, and a Josie Award nominee. Man, just racking up the accolades, and obviously, we're dealing with a pretty strong star academically if you're at the Berklee School, because that is a tough school to thrive in, and it sounds like you're thriving.、Uh, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you for having me.、Uh, I'm so excited to talk to you.、Uh, there's so many different ways we can take this, and but I want to know about overcoming obstacles with you. Tell me about an obstacle you've overcome in your music career and how you did it. Well, it's just my, one of the biggest obstacles is just trying to find out, you know, who are the right people for you, you know, because there are a lot of fake people that can steer you the wrong way. Oh yeah. I mean, like one example, you know, I had a bad run-in with the label because they were doing things like they were very awful to my brand and everything, and it was just to the point where I had just had to separate from them. And, and another thing is that I had a, a bad run-in with a past manager because she was doing things that I really didn't like. I don't want to really go into the, all the specifics, but you know, just moving away from them, you, you got to say, you know, you got to know when to move away from a situation that you know is not for you. So, how did you find the strength to rise above it and strike out on your own as a successful indie artist? Well, it's just. You know, from my parents, they're very entrepreneur-like, and they encouraged me to, you know, to go off and start my own label and do things my way. Because from doing that, I have control over anything, you know, everything, you know, as me as an artist, and I can't get screwed, you know. That's right, man. This is oh, you are you are hitting all the marks on this <laughs> podcast. This is like it was like you wrote my book with me. You're talking about <laughs> talking about striking out on your own, being your own boss, starting your own label. That's what I'm talking about. This is fantastic. I mean, and by the way, you're still in college, so you still、oh, have, yeah. you're still young, and you've done all these things. So, congratulations on all of that, and just everything that you've you've managed to achieve.、Uh, so so inspirational. What's it like running your own label? It's definitely something new. But from taking the business classes I'm taking currently in、um, Berkeley, because I'm a I'm a music business major, I'm taking that knowledge from there, and I'm trying to apply it to my own label. You know, to try to you know. Boost it up as much as I can. Man, that must be so excited. Sorting, like you're you're running a business while learning it in、yeah. real time. So like, like so you're like you're, you're like oh, what decision should I make? And then you're like flipping through your notes. Like I know my teacher exactly, talked about exactly, this. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
Well, that's really excellent. It's literally like that. <laughs> Man, that's so inspiring. I, I, I wish I was as cool as you are, or when I was in college. Uh, tell people how they can find you. Well, they can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Reverb Nation, Twitter. They just have to search my name, Ricky Prasad Jr., and they should be able to find me on all those platforms. Joining us now is Christina Christian. She's a nominee for Best Country Song here at the IMAs for her song, Dolly, Would You Pardon Me? Love it. (laughs) So cool. So I've had a chance to talk to you a bit. You're a fellow Floridian like me, so already you're pretty high on my list right now. But I was intrigued by you telling me that you've had a recent mindset change in your music career that's had a big impact on you. Can you tell the listeners about that? Absolutely. Um, I actually just joined a uh, a, a training uh, platform online, and they are actually helping me with social media and mindset change. Um, positivity uh, is leading me to places I've I never thought I could even be. Like, like the fact that I'm here in New York City. <laughs> Uh, this is my first time, you know, I've, I've really let go of the negativity, everything in my life that was negative, I let it go. Is that something you struggled with in the past? Um, you know, I've always been an optimistic person. Um, everybody always thought of me as an optimistic person, but I always had these thoughts, mm. these thoughts like trickling in, like, like the fear always, always over, you know, always taking over. Um, my body, my my fear. I would always uh, stumble p- upon words. I actually used to used to have a, a bad um, uh, s- speech, which I still have it a little bit, but <laughs> a bad speech problem. But I've gotten a lot better at it. But um, coming from a place of love and a place of peace um, is has really opened every door for me musically. Um, conscious country is my new theme. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So what, what platform is this that you found this community for yourself? Well, um, it's, it's actually online. Um, I saw another singer-songwriter um, doing, doing this same uh, formula, this same uh, uh, platform. I, I bas- basically invested um, into the program, um, and they are, are helping me from the ground up, the inner work. Yeah. Um, the inner work is is what matters first and foremost. Absolutely, um, and that goes with anybody, any walk of life. Um, so I've been implementing uh, this this program, and it's actually an affiliate institute online. Um, so um, all good things are happening, and. Um, I, I'm just so excited to, eat, to just be here. So thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. And I, I love you know the power of positive thinking and yes. what you can gain from building, reaching out, building that network of fellow creatives to to help keep you motivated and to help keep you to keep you smiling. That's Absolutely. so so great. Absolutely. So I notice you have a beautiful guitar there, <laughs> and I I have now known that you are nominated for Best Country Song, and I'm wondering if you'd be willing to use that beautiful guitar to play your nominated song, Dolly, Would You Pardon Me? I would love to, Ryan. Because I'm a yes. huge Dolly Parton fan. Yes, she's, me too. She's the hardest working woman in show business. Yes, she's she is. She's the best. Um, she works much more than nine to five, I can assure you. Yes. Um, all right. So cool. All right, let's get this going right now. This is Dolly, Would You Pardon Me by our guest, Christina Christian, here on the Break the Business podcast. 
I came from the farm It had southern charm Just like the queen of country I work all day Sleep my dreams away I wonder what she might say Dolly, would you pardon me This nine to five is killing me And I've only got one solid color coat Yeah, I play guitar And I love to sing At every show I play Jolene If I could borrow A little bit of your time I hope you don't mind I said, Dolly, please Would you pardon me? Now I've written letters I've weathered the weather I'm the biggest fan I know Now you're standing here And I'm feeling no fear So look out, here I go Dolly, would you pardon me This nine to five is killing me And I've only got one solid color coat Yeah, I play guitar And I love to sing At every show I play Jolene If I could borrow A little bit of your time I hope you don't mind Dolly, please Would you pardon me Now I'm loving me But all I think about is What would Dolly do? Dolly, would you pardon me? This nine to five is killing me And I've only got one solid color coat Yeah, I play guitar and I love to sing at every show I play Jolene If I could borrow a little bit of your time I hope you don't mind I said, Dolly, please, would you pardon me? Oh, now, now, Dolly, please, would you pardon me? Hey everybody, Ryan back here in the studio. Man, how great was that Christina Christian performance? I appreciate Dolly Parton all the more now from getting to listen to that. Christina Christian is such a great talent, and I'm so happy that I got to share that incredible performance with you on this podcast. Just to sort of paint the picture for you, I was recording that interview with Christina in a very crowded room at the IMAs, in the conference portion of the IMAs. You could hear a lot of chatter around the interview, but... When she started playing, man, like people stopped talking and she just drew a crowd and it was great. It was great to be a part of that experience and it was great to share that experience with you. So you guys, you guys kind of get an idea of what we're doing for the next few weeks now, right? 
I interviewed a bunch of fantastic artists at the IMAs, and I'm bringing them all with you. And what I love about every interview that we're going to show you for the next few weeks is every artist has a really special lesson to share. This week, we learned about how to be a better activist in your music, how to manage band dynamics, rethinking what it means to offer merchandise and swag to your fans, and what it can mean to sort of rethink just the mere t-shirt or sticker And by the way, those are not bad pieces of swag. You should absolutely offer things like t-shirts to your fans. But there's always some merit in rethinking your idea the way that Amazing Show did, offering that really cool piece of swag. You should check my Twitter account. I have a picture of me with that band. You can see what this swag looks like, this cool instrument they invented. So, so cool. And of course, we also learned this week how to appreciate the greatness that is Dolly Parton, thanks to our friend Christina Christian. We have so much more IMA stuff to share with you for the next few weeks. So many great artists, so many great industry people, so many great interviews. Keep listening to the podcast for the next few weeks. It's going to be awesome. Thank you to all the folks we interviewed at the IMAs, and thanks to all of you for listening to the Break the Business podcast. We'll see you next week with more IMAs.